You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. There are just certain things and certain people we, we just shouldn't, shouldn't be like. Yeah. And, and, and I had to learn that the hard way. I, I used to look at people on TV and just say, I want to be like him. And, and when I was young, I wanted to be like folks to the point where I went and bought their jersey. They had some shoes, went and bought the shoes. I want to be like him. But, all, but, but really what I wanted to be was what I saw for two hours. <laughs> I said I wanted to be like the person, but, but not knowing that the person was just a certain way for two hours. But the rest of the time, the person was living an ungodly life. And so when I became wiser, I, I said, well, you know what? I, I want the type money he has, but I don't want to be like him. I like that car he drives, but I don't want to be like him. And we have to be careful in that God told us to train our children. We have to let our children know, well, look, what you see on TV, that's not the person. That's not the whole person. That's what the person does, but that's not the whole person. So, say, so before you say you want to be like the person, you need to check out the person's lifestyle. Don't just say you want to be like him just because of what you see on TV. That's what you have to tell your children. But because some of us act like children from time to time, We may need to heed what we are telling our children. Before I say I want to be like her, I need to know her lifestyle. Because it's amazing how grown folk will want to be like somebody that they shouldn't want to be like. I don't know if y'all listen well over here, so I'm going to go right here and just y'all understand what I'm saying right normally y'all off but today I see y'all are just on it y'all are on it today I mean you you have to be careful because we we living in a day and time to where folk want to be like something or somebody that they should it's just like I look at uh, how people are acting during the pandemic, and, and most of the time I'm saying, Lord, I don't want to be like. Because they act as if the pandemic is bigger than God. I said, I don't want to be like that. Then I look at folks that, that are just satisfied with being broke. Unhappy, 
of such. And I say, I sure don't want to be like that. You have to make up in your mind as a free moral agent who you want to be like. Now, you're going to have to be like something or somebody because it's just Bible. But you have to make sure whoever you are trying to be like or whatever you're trying to be like, that is not the wrong thing. A person. How many understand that? Let's, let's do a little different. Let's, let's go to the scripture. Let's go to the scripture and just check out some stuff. Let's go to Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1 and 1. Ready? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in help me the law of who and his law he meditates day and night he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his what how many by now you want to be like this person Notice, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Oh, yeah, I just found somebody I want to be like. Say to your neighbor, I just found somebody I need, I want to be like. I want to be like this man that meditates on the word day and night because if I can learn to just meditate on the word day and night whatever I do I'm going to prosper from it y'all acting like y'all didn't see that in the scripture normally it's not a problem over here I say normally it's not a problem over here I know I got the right folk right here today this is the right section today we want to be like the man that meditates on the word how often? And whatever he does, he prospers. Yeah, this is my section today. This section, right? Well, I didn't get many claps from y'all then when I said it. Though. You have to know who you want to be like. And, and I have found the best folk to be like is folks that are according to the scripture. But not only that, the scripture will also show you folks that you shouldn't want to be like. You hear me? Let's go to Proverbs 4. Y'all stay with me. Lord have mercy. Stay with me now. All right, let me teach you a little bit first, though. All right, notice this. Proverbs 4. Woo! 18 is where we're going to start. Proverbs 4 and 18. But the past of the just, how many are just? Is like the shining sun that shines 
shines ever brighter until the perfect day. Just folk have complete days. Days that don't like that which is essential and significant. It's a perfect or a complete day. That's the reason it is, a ble- it is blessed to be just. And we know what Romans 1 and 17 closes out saying, the just shall live by faith. And we know that Romans 10 and 17 says, so then faith comes by and hearing the word of God. So the just live by the word of God that they receive from the prophets of God. Amen? Let's look at this, this one more time. But the path of the just is like the shining sun we can see that shines ever brighter until the perfect day. Ain't no need in us getting out of the season that God has placed us in. We can see what God is doing. Even though folk trying to pull us off the path, how many are determined to stay on the path? Better is here and better is coming. I'm good and I'm happy. I think I'm going to stay on this path right here. Because it's clear to me. Is it clear to you? But then notice the shift in the 19th verse. The way of the wicked is like darkness. Darkness uh, refers to confusion. I said Darkness is figurative of confusion. And we know according to 1 Corinthians 14 that God is not the author of confusion. No, God God is not the author of confusion. Notice notice again, the way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stop. Walking in ignorance. Just, just following folks that are in confusion. Y'all need to do this. They do that. Well, now we need to do this. What, what, make up your mind now. Well, we thought we needed to do that, but now we see we need to do this. What do you call that? Confusion. Confusion. We don't want to walk in darkness. I said we don't want to walk in darkness. We want to walk in light. That's the blessing of being just. You're not just a church person. You're just. You're not just Christian. You're just. And you live by faith. And when you live by faith, the path that you go down is clear. It's clear. It's clear what you need to do. See, e- even when you read scriptures like 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 that says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Some folks take that the wrong way and, and act like the, the uh, path of faith is, is a blind path. Not so. The path of faith is clear. God gives us a word week in and week out telling us exactly what to do and what not to do. Taking it further gives us the word telling us what to think, say, and do. 
But you have some folks that believe it. Well, you know, I'm just going to walk by faith. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm gonna walk. That ain't no faith. That's stupid. Why in the world God tell us to be led by the Holy Spirit and you just going to go and you don't see nothing? That's crazy. I thought, I thought y'all... No, y'all and y'all and went back home. I thought we were right there today. I mean, right there. I thought we were right there. So disappointing. Faith is not being blind, is it? Well, you know, I'm walking by faith, so I ain't, I ain't even seeing that. And I'm just, that, no, that's stupid. That is, that is not what 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 means. We don't walk by sight or senses. We don't allow our senses to dictate to us what we should do. We are led by the Spirit of God. For Paul said, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. I'm going to give y'all a chance to redeem yourself. But how many are listening? Now let's go further. Let's go to Psalm 52. Psalm 52. Y'all good folk. Yeah, you are. You're good folk. I love this. Psalm 52 and 8. But I am like a green olive tree. Well, in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Notice, this is a person that when he shows up at the house of God, is planted. Ready to hear God's word simply because he trusted. Notice again. But I am like a green olive tree. Well, in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. I just believe that God going to do it despite what I'm going through. I just believe God is going to show up and show out despite what the report says. I mean, that, that's you. you. You like that green olive tree in the house of God. You just believe God going to do exceeding abundantly above what you have asked or what you think. You just believe that God is going to manifest himself. In a greater way than what you expect. Wave your hand if, if, if I'm talking about you. You just believe that he going to do more than what folk think is going to happen. It, it's just like this year has went by real fast, hasn't it? But you believe God still got some stuff for you before he closed it out. Say to your neighbor, I just believe God got some more for me before he closed this year out. Woo, I, I, I just believe 
that, that, that he ain't through opening up them windows. I, I just believe that it's some more bigger and better fuck. You can't wait to get to, to the church so you can get planted to get your ring. You can't wait to get to the house of God so you can put your plate up front and God put you some eating on it. Say to your neighbor, my cup's still running over. Still running over. Why is it still running over? Because I'm like an olive tree. When I come to the house of God. Say to your neighbor, we got to know who we going to be like. Or what we going to be like. I need to show you one more thing. Let's go to Proverbs 17. Lord, have mercy. Then I'm going to go further. Proverbs 17. But we, we, we've been looking at scriptures that show us what we should and shouldn't be like. We don't want to be like the wicked who are in darkness. But we want to be like the just who are in light. We got that down, right? But, but now notice Proverbs 17 and 22. A merry heart does woo, good. What is it like? Solomon medicine but a broken spirit drives the bones now broken spirit in, in one sense is having the wrong attitude about what's going on in your life whenever something terrible happens in your life don't just look at it in a negative way look at the positive before you look at the negative why because you don't want to be like the latter clause here notice again Proverbs 17 and 22 a broken spirit drives what the bones You'll become dry. You want to be a happy person despite what you go through. Because a merry heart is like what? It's a cure. Being happy causes healing. You you ever been around somebody that's unhappy all the time? You better watch it because you're going to catch something. That you don't want. Bible says, be not deceived. Bad corrupts what? You don't want to be around with somebody that's always negative, always unhappy. And you go you go, you got a routine where you go and see them every other day. You messing up yourself. Folk like that, I see them in passing. You, you, don't, you don't want to hang around folk like that. You wave at them as you go and buy, but don't, don't ever let that. Yeah, that's my buddy right there. No, no. 
No, no. You don't want you don't want to have no negative person as your buddy. You want happy people. I say you want happy people. And their happiness needs to be based upon God's word. Needs to be based upon the revelation that God has given them. Because nothing can make you more happy than knowing the will of God. Or when God tells you specifically what he's going to do and how you should think, talk, and act. It should make you a happy person. It's just like you can be miserable right now because of the pandemic. It's your choice. And I have met a lot of, lot of miserable people in, in this season. Even some that are miserable that I used to like being around, I don't be around no more. I told you, folk like that, I say hey in passing. I don't hang with negative folk no whole lot of time. You hear me? Well, I don't give them a whole lot of time. 30 seconds is good for a negative person. I ain't smiling here. You see, do you see any any t- well? <laughs> a merry heart is like what? Medicine. It's a cure. It's something that will make you better. I said it's something that will make you better. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I have been miserable. And then like, I have, I have had a negative attitude and didn't like it. I'd rather be happy. I'd rather be happy. And as a free mall agent, I, I can choose to be happy. If I'm in a place that's not making me happy, I, I got a choice. I can just get up and go. I want to be happy. What about y'all? Y'all want to be happy? All right, y'all back on my list. That's good. You're back on my list. Now let's go back to our primary text of Psalm 125 and 1. Now, notice again, the psalm is decreed. Those who trust in the Lord like Mount Zion. So if I'm going to be like Mount Zion, my trust or my confidence needs to be in the right place. Now, first of all, I got to make up in my mind that I want to be like Mount Zion. And after reading Psalm 125 and 1, I, I do want to be like Mount Zion if you don't want to be like Mount Zion you're in the wrong place this morning unless you just want to stay and tell somebody about it but if you want to be like Mount Zion just say to somebody say, yeah that's me right there I want to be like Mount Zion So again, if I'm going to be like Mount Zion, I I have to have trust or confidence. 
And one of the primary words, reading I'm saying confidence, one of the primary words for trust based upon the text is confidence. So I want to deal with confidence for a minute. Let's go to Hebrews 10. Thank y'all know where I'm going, the 35th verse and following. But I want, I want to sit there for a minute. Because if we're going to be like Mount Zion, we got to have trust a confidence in God. And we know Mount Zion cannot be moved. So we got to have some we we going we got to have some trust that we won't allow situations to move us from our fixed place. You in Hebrews? 10th chapter. We'll start at verse 35. Therefore do not cast away your confidence or Trust, which has great reward. Woo! Now, the confidence that that he's talking about is, is confidence or trust in God. You will be rewarded for having confidence in God. You will be rewarded for having confidence in someone whose ways are not as the ways of man. Now see, see, usually when, when we stop having confidence in God is when we is when we get to the point to where we want God to be like somebody or some person. But see, Isaiah 55 tells us that his ways are not as the ways of man. So whenever you start trying to make God be like somebody else, that's when you're going to start to lose your trust or confidence in him. See, a a man will be happy with you for a minute, but then when, when some things change, that man will start changing his mind. But see, God ain't like that. God, if, if God tell you it's well, it's going to be well the duration. See, man can say it, it's going to get better. And then when, when, a, when a change happens, man, oh, man will go like, oh, Lord, it's getting worse. I, I didn't know this was going to happen. But God will be like, look, it's still good. Malachi 3 and 7 says God changes. So if I'm going to trust God, I have to understand him. And the primary thing I, need, I want you to understand about God is that God is not like your cousin, nor your uncle. God changes not. If God tells you he's going to bless you and right after that you go through something horrendous, that does not mean your blessings are not on the way. If God tells you is well, and, and then within the next five minutes, everything that can go wrong takes place, that does not mean it's not well. If God tells you is well, it's well. That's what you need to understand when it comes to having trust or confidence in God. That when God tells you something, he he means what he says and he's not going to change his mind. But now, you 
have to take on the mindset of God in order to trust him the right way. Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Romans 12 and 2 says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove or know what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. When man gives up on me, I can't get on that path with him. When, when they look at the report and say there's nothing that they can do, I can't get on the same page with them. I got to stay on the page that God is on. If God tells me it's going to happen, I'm going to stay on that page. A thousand folks can say it ain't going to happen, but if God says it's going to happen, I'm going to stay on that page. And when God tells you it's going to happen, but your enemies say otherwise, but you stick with God, it says that you trust him. And, and see, notice the, the Hebrew writer was clear with his audience. He said, cast not away your confidence. Because there, there are times you just want to throw in the towel. You, you look at your situation and you're ready to just throw in the towel. But, but the Hebrew writer said, don't you do that. Don't you do that. Hold on to that. Why do I need to hold on to it? Because reward is coming if you just hold on. Endure that storm because there is a reward coming after that storm. Endure that temptation. Why? There is a reward coming after that temptation. Endure that talk that they're talking about you. Why? There is a reward coming after that Look at somebody and tell I don't know what you're going through. But don't let it get the best of you. Don't let it cause you to cast away your trust in the God that promised you he was going to do exceeding abundantly above more than you could ask or think. Cast not away therefore your confidence. It has great reward. Well, Lord, I, I, I ain't really making a whole lot. Walker, didn't I tell you I was going to bless you? Don't you look at, at what you're going through now. Remember what I told you and just stay on the path. If you stay on the path in blessing, I'll bless you. In moving, I'll move for you. I'll make you the head. You won't be the tail. You'll live above only and never. But don't you look at where you are right now. Somebody right now is going through it physically, but God said, don't you look at what you're going through right now. Know that he is going to do exactly what he promised you. Don't you look at being in dire strait as the ending of your life, of the conclusion of your life. God is going to bring you out of the predicament you're in. If you believe that, tell somebody I'm coming out. Woo, I'm coming out. A deep hole, but I'm coming out. 
I'm not coming out on my own. I'm coming out because God going to bring me out. I'm going to sing about how confident I am in him until he brings me out. I'm going to turn in victory even though I don't see victory. He going to bring me out. I'm going to leap for a little joy even though I should be crying. Tears should be leaping from my eyes because I just believe God going to turn my situation completely around. I just believe God is going to do exceedingly abundantly above all that I ask. I think. Cast not away your confidence. Say to your neighbor, something great is coming. Don't give up your confidence. Great equates bigger. Is coming. That's the reason the enemy is trying to get you to throw in the towel. Whoa, don't you don't don't you throw you hold on to that towel because something great is coming as a result of your trust in God. Notice what notice this right here. He goes on to say, listen to this, listen, listen. He goes on to say. But ye have need of endurance. That after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. And then he gets happy for he that shall come will come. And he will not tell. Letting them know holding on to your confidence ain't in vain because he gonna show up and show out. Say to your neighbor, you can't give it up. You gotta hold on. Weeping may endure for a night, but some joy is coming. Look at what you're going through and say, this too shall pass. I'm not going to cast away my confidence. Be going to come out of this. And, and folks will think you crazy. You you going through a hard battle, but you, but you talking stuff like this. This too gonna pass. Oh God, gonna bless me. Ooh, He gonna bless me real good. I ain't gonna be standing in this one bedroom apartment all my life. God gonna bless me with twelve times bigger as this right here. They'll be thinking you're crazy because you ain't talking like them. Because they don't have a vision, but you have a vision. A bucker told the people, though, though the vision was being delayed, he said, he said look, though the vision tarry. Though it's not happening right now, it is going to happen. And God will give you some signs to let you know it's on the way. I said he'll give you some signs to let you know it's on the way. 
you have to jump off your car every time you get in. But then you show up to church and go, go and show you three folks with a new car. Ain't no need in you getting mad. Just take it as a sign. Yeah, I had to jump old, old, old belly off this morning. But, but, but belly going to be replaced because I just seen three signs. I just seen three signs that God getting ready to bless me with my own car. I'm getting, I just seen three signs that God getting ready to bless me with something. I ain't going to have to jump off. I ain't going to have to worry that it's going to quit while I go down I-20. Say to somebody, cast not away your confidence. It has great reward. Had this old truck that I call Rusty. Used to have to go and pick up rope every week in Weisberg. And be driving old Rusty from Weisberg. And, and, and sometime I'd be driving old Rusty from Weisberg and have, have a boxes of rope back there. And the wind go down in the box, pull out the rope. And sometimes I have to walk down the highway just picking up the rope. And folks just looking at me, oh, Lord, I wish he would just get something. <laughs> but all the time I was picking up that rope, God would say, look, this is just a step in your life. This is just something I want folks to see you going through because when I get through blessing you, they are going to call you a wonder in the city. They are going to know that in blessing, I bless you beyond measure. And so I picked up the rope. Picked up the rope. Folk will stop by. You need any? No, I got it. Just, I just, I, I got it. Ain't you, ain't you preacher walk? Yeah, I'm preacher walker. I see. I just picking up the rope. But the whole time, God was showing me signs. Was constantly telling me, I'm gonna do this, that, and the other. But I'm saying this because it's not just a walker thing. It's a whoever trusts God thing. <laughs> I say it's a whoever trusts God think. Don't you ever think struggling why you keeping God's word is not going to end up in a great reward. You just keep doing what God would have you do and it's going to come a time to where you are going to be a walking Luke 6 and 38. You are going to be a walking good measure pressed down, sh shaking together and running over. Lord have mercy. Ooh, sit down, sit down. Let me get through. Lord have mercy. When you trust the Lord, you are like Mount Zion. You're like who? Let's go back. Let's go back to Psalm 125. Notice this. Those who trust the Lord are like Mount Zion. Mount Zion is first, get this, a fortress of that which is Fixed in place. That's Mount Zion. 
Now, Mount Zion also refers to, get this, a sunny place. A place that is full of light. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Mount Zion represents God himself in reference to being a sunny place of something that is full of light. Matter of fact, let me show you something. Real quick, go with me to 1 John. 1 John 1 is where I, where I think I want to go. 1 John 1. I know I'm quoting a lot of stuff, but, but Lord have mercy. Write it down if you can. You can go back to it. But I want to go to this one. 1 John. 1 John 1. Verse 5. Ready? Now, you know 1 John is not St. John. 1 John is in the back of the Bible. Okay. 1 John 1 and 5. This is a message which we have heard from him. And declare to you that God is, help me, and in him is no darkness at all. God is a sunny place. He is nothing but light. Nothing but what? And so Mount Zion represents God in one sense. Who do we need to be like more than anybody? God. Even when you follow your pastor, you're not following your pastor trying to be like him. You're following your pastor as he follows Christ. So you're following him, but you're following him with the intent of being like Jesus or God. Amen? Amen. But now let me show you biblically what Mount Zion represents. I'm just going to show you one one verse. We're going to uh, Psalm 48. God have mercy. Appreciate that, my brother. Y'all heard him, didn't you? Notice Psalm 48 and 11. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of your judgments. Let Mount Zion rejoice. But then he refers to Mount Zion as the daughters of Judah. So basically Mount Zion also represents the children of God. But more than that, Mount Zion represents a people that are happy. People that believe in rejoice. I don't see why I'm so happy, Reverend Walker. And we're going through all this that we're going through. Well, because 
of who God is. Despite what's going on, guess who's still in charge? Now, I believe that. Now, you know, everybody don't believe that. It's folk right now that are mad at God. We've been praying for God to move this stuff, but he won't move it. Well, that lets you know he God. He ain't going to do it. He ain't your slave. He ain't going to do it the way you want him to do it. He's sovereign. And he's going to do it the way he desires to do it. There, there are a lot of things we ask God for that God, he ain't going to do. You know why? Because that's not his his will or his wish. Don't tell me you get to going through a trial. You, oh, God, take it away, take it away, take it away, take it away. Tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow come. Guess what? That trial still there. You done prayed hard. You done, you done fasted for it, but it's still there. Certain thing God is not going to take away because it's his will. Jesus understood it when he was going through a horrendous time to the point to where he, Jesus the man said, thy will be done. Not mine, your will be done. And see, we get to the point to where we ask God to do certain things. But if he decides to do otherwise, his will be done. And we accept it because we are his children. And we're happy because of his will. Even when God takes a loved one or God allows this, that, and the other to happen. When we recognize his sovereignty is his will. For his will being done. I know all y'all don't agree with that, but it's still right. Because it's scripture. So those who trust the Lord are like Mount Zion. But Mount Zion is not going to be moved. Back in Psalm 125 and 1. Notice. Those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion, which cannot be moved, but abides forever. Now, understand this, based upon all the teaching that I have done, because all of it is connected. When you're like Mount Zion, remember Hebrews 10 and 35? Cast not away your confidence. You're done with not trusting God to do what he promised he would do. You're done with that. What does that say about you? You're mature. Mount Zion represents mature folk. You're just to the point to where you say, look, God said he's going to do it, so I'm going to hold on to what he said. But if he chooses to do something else, his will be done. Now, we, we call the Hebrew boys children, but when you look at that attitude toward God and toward trouble, very mature. They said to the king who was threatening them, I'm going to throw y'all into the fire if y'all don't bow and worship. 
And so they told him that, you know what, our God, we want you to know first, our God is able to deliver us. But then they also wanted him to know, but if he chooses not to deliver us, we still ain't going to do what you want us to do. You know, a lot of folk talk stuff when ain't nothing happening. But they were talking this in the midst of the fire. They knew the fire was real. They knew that folks were being consumed by, but they still trusted their God. And that's how some of us are right now. You're going through stuff in your body, but you still made your way to church. You're going through stuff in your mind, but you still made your way to church. You're going through it financially, but you still got a praise in your feet. It's some folk in here right now that are going through things. And look how nice they look. Got up, got as sharp as the old folks say as a tack. Ain't got a quarter in your pocket, but sharp. Came around to give in the offering like dressed like you were gonna give a million dollars, then put one dime in there. Why? Because you hadn't had a job in months. But you're still trusting your God. It's some folk in here that they're going through so much pain in their body right now. But they dare not miss the service of God because they are just like Mount Zion. And you think God is not going to reward you for being such a person. Look at your neighbor and say, stay like Mount Zion. We started out talking about be like Mount Zion. Now I'm telling you to stay like Mount Zion. Don't allow anything or anybody to move you from your fixed place. I'm going to stop right there.